The following podcast is for mature audiences only. It may contain explicit language or content. If you are under the age of 18, Fortnite is calling you. Plus, this podcast will most certainly contain nudity, and you don't want to hear that. Welcome to the New with Tags podcast. I'm Paul. And I'm Jamie. We are a longtime married couple enjoying the latest chapter in our lives. We hope that through sharing our personal insights and the advice we'd give our 20-year-old selves, we will encourage you to live your most authentic life wherever you are in your journey. Hey, I thought this was supposed to be a sexy podcast. And yes, there will be some fun and sexy stories while I wear my newest tag lingerie. Let's get started. What are we waiting for? Carpe diem. Seize the day. Hi, Paul. Hi, Jamie. How are you today? Doing pretty well. And you? You know, it's been a long five weeks. Yeah, it has. <laughs> been a really long five weeks it's surprising that we actually got this podcast sort of jammed in yeah. in our busy schedule yes in our busy schedule we, ha- we had to rebuild out a new room we got a studio room now yeah so i don't know that we'll use it as a studio room no. once once we're done once it, we have an empty it is nest now again to get away from kids i know so it's literally like do we lock the door i don't know i don't know it's kind of a new area for yeah, us we'll see. we'll see how this goes but anyway so during this five weeks you had an event. I did. I had a birthday. You had a birthday. I had a birthday. Had a birthday. Thank you. A little late. Thank you. Uh, Wish me happy birthday that day too. So that was good. Yeah, um, yeah, it was a good birthday. It really was a good birthday. And why is that? Well, I mean, it started out. You wrote me a couple of, what, but four emails, I think, with a list of different things that you remember, memories about our time together, which was really lovely. Some of them were nice. Some of them were sexy. Some of them were bloopers, which we decided might we might parlay into another podcast. Right. But it was lovely. And then you arranged for, we got some new swag. You did. And so you, unbeknownst to me, sent that to a few of our friends. And, and you hadn't even worn it yet. No, I hadn't. I saw them and they literally went into your closet and I never saw them again. So I was sitting doing some work and I get a kick message I'm like, okay, I'm kind of between meetings, so I'll see what it is. It's about noon, and it was a couple of uh, friends of ours. And I'm like, they have our swag on. I was so excited. Yeah, it made me smile. I was sitting all by myself in my office, in my home office. Yeah, so it was nice. So got two or three people, uh, two or three couples had um, sent us pictures, which is great. You had one couple who we actually ended up doing a video chat with that night. So that was nice. Because they're, they're checks in the mail. Their their swag has been in the mail for two weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it, stuck. It's floating somewhere. But it'll get there. It'll get there. And hopefully, I'll get a picture of them. I, I got he sent me a nice picture, so that that it worked did. for me. That was a nice. That was uh, and my birthday was on Monday, so it was like Monday motivation. That worked for me. <laughs> <laughs> and so tonight. So tonight, what you're wearing? You're actually wearing our swag for the I first time. I am wearing the swag for the first time. It fits a, pretty well, actually. It's a living my authentic life mm-hmm. shirt with the new with tags, with the tag at the bottom, and it's a it's a tank top with a racer back. It's black. Oh, I kind of forgot it had a racer back. It has a racer back. Funny? It's pretty nice. I kind of forgot that. I so just it's got our know. our logo with the the kind of the baby blue, the orange, and mm-hmm. on the black, and you're wearing a little. Um, thong that is baby blue to go with it so yeah so very very nice we'll post some pictures of that uh it took us we were we sent the girl out to mow Mm -hmm. um 
go around the house a few times. We'll take pictures. So small window. Yeah, it's been it's been tough. A lot of people have had a tough time sort of finding their sexy vibe when mm-hmm. they've got kids at home. We've got a lot of friends who have kids at home. It's challenging. It's very challenging. And they all look exhausted. I gotta be honest. Mm-hmm. They look a little exhausted. We do too. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> but you know, while we haven't been able to get out and and actually while we haven't been able to see friends in person lately, we have done a couple of video chats, which have we've been done, fun. We've done a few. We've done some with multiple couples. We've done some. With a new couple. The... We met a new couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of been fun. Yeah. So it's not the same. No. And they've been more vanilla. Mm-hmm. I mean, some Getting of to know the new people. Yeah. Getting to know new people. But mm-hmm. I mean, even with the existing friends, they were kind of vanilla because we were, you mm-hmm. know. Kids, kids in the next door. Kids in the next room and... Yeah. I don't know. It's it's crazy. But yeah, so it was, uh, I, I like my swag. It's really actually very comfortable. I had it on all, all night. I put a shirt over it. But I think I could wear this and the girl wouldn't know. Yeah. It's good. Mm-hmm. It works. She'd be like, oh, cool. You found a shirt that's like, what's the logo? I'd be like, I have no idea. Yeah. It makes no sense to us. I have no idea. doesn't say new with tags anywhere, so. But it that has was, the tag. It does have the tag. But but that was actually part of what I wanted in our swag was stuff that you could wear to the gym. And it doesn't say anything like it doesn't have new with tags podcast or right where somebody could see what you're Figure wearing what and it Google is. it. I mean. The shirts you do wear, you're like, well, if they know, they'll know anyway. So. Yeah. Yeah. I have my Room 77 t-shirt. It's been so long since I've been able to get to the gym. To the gym, yeah. Ugh. Anyway. Modified workouts. Modified workout. And our, our May trip to Pearl obviously got kiboshed. Mm-hmm. So we moved to June. And our flight's been kiboshed. And our flight in June's been kiboshed. We can get another flight at this point, but we may just move it. Yeah, we're just see. We had some friends who we who were going to be there in June. So that's partly why we're like, well, if we're going to move it, let's just move it to this week in June when we'll have a bunch of friends there. We'll see. I, I don't know. But I'm feeling like we have to find this window because as a medical professional, this is not going to be one and done here in this month. We're going to see we're going to see social distancing on and off probably for the next year, year and a half, unless we find a really good vaccine or unless we discover that we really have more immunity in the community than we thought we did. So. We're going to squeeze a trip in, regardless of when it is. I so it might be so. in July. We have a we vacation. Have to. Oh, I need a vacation. I need a vacation so badly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Me anyway, too. so that's the the latest update. So we'll see. Hopefully in June. But we had our our other trip was canceled, too. Push back. Oh, Nashville. Nashville. Yeah. I think, though, do we know Nashville was before on our last mm, podcast? I can't I don't know remember. if it had been rescheduled yet. So it's August now. Yeah, so August will be a fun month, assuming we don't have mm-hmm. another crackdown in August. Yep. And we're supposed to go to Pearl in November, and the people, a lot of the friends who we were going to meet in June will be there in November as well. They're November people. And I'm sort of like, oh, I'm I'm really afraid November's going to be kiboshed, honestly. So we'll see. We're going to travel when we can. We're going to travel when our travel insurance will cover us. You know, I'm not going to get coronavirus down in Mexico and not be able to get home. So anyway. Good idea. Good idea. So on that note, I think we need to move to what's hot in social media. We're going to try to avoid much of the political craziness. 
that yeah. has existed on Twitter and oh, but Facebook. But there's been some really positive things. There have been some really positive things. John Krasinski does the... He does a YouTube... Um, mm-hmm. He has a YouTube channel called Some Good News, SGN. And so he'll pull video from, you know... I've, I've seen a lot of them already on social media before they hit his show, so to speak. But it's just... It's all about just spreading the good news and the positive vibes. Yeah, he's had guests on. He's surprised. He's one of the early ones to do a... Um, uh, it was a Hamilton. Mm-hmm. He had the... Uh, one little the original cast of Hamilton. One little girl was, you know, she was a big Hamilton fan, and was going to miss her trip to her New trip York. To New York, and he had it was the other yeah, whole original cast mm-hmm. sang in little. It looked like the Brady Bunch in the little Ted, corners in Zoom. Uh, in Zoom, but they sang, and it was, it was really cool. It was really cool, and watching the little girl like, oh my gosh, is this really happening? I loved sort of the the view her mom had of her. It was great. Mm-hmm. So, and then they showed uh, John's wife is Emily Blunt. Was Mary Poppins, and she was a big Mary Poppins fan. Wasn't an Office fan, obviously, but she didn't get him at all. But she liked everything around it, so it was yeah. really fun. Yeah, I don't think she really. She was young enough. I don't think she really knew who he was. No. Um, but yeah, it was it was really adorable. It was just adorable. So I haven't seen tonight. The night we're recording, we're recording this on a Sunday. He did a. He hosted a virtual prom for kids who are missing their prom. And I've seen little snippets of it, but he was supposed to release it tonight. So I will have to watch it. But that was pretty, I mean, so many kids missing such an important event. And I mean, he had um, Billie Eilish and I mean, lots of people on. So it was, it was great that he was able to do that for a bunch of seniors who, you know, won't have the same kind of senior year memories. Experience, yeah. 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 It's humorous and he has fun with it, but it's very uplifting mm-hmm. i don't know how many they've had so far there's been three or four yeah i think we've seen maybe all of them yeah because um, i'm a big john krasinski mm-hmm. fan yeah. i mean i like him in i I mean i didn't watch the office much because i really i don't know i just never got into the office now i don't know why i think if i watched it now it would be different jack ryan but jack ryan is such a good it's show really good yeah i really like that show so i've i'm a fan i like him a lot the other thing that was a big social buzz, social media buzz, was the Global Citizen One World Together at Home concert that they did that um, was actually eight hours. I prefer the the pre, like there was five or six hours that was broadcast on YouTube before the simultaneous NBC, CBS, ABC broadcast. I'm telling you, if you either watched it or started watching it and didn't think it was all that great on TV. I really encourage you to go back and watch the YouTube version. It was so good. I mean, we played that. I mean, we just had it on on YouTube. Most of the day. Yeah. And then, you know, yeah, they did some breaks around COVID and, you know, those sorts of things. It was it was um, honoring healthcare workers. I was, I mean, it was really good music. And it was really the first six hours was all really current artists they had all of the like big name artists on the tv portion and i'm gonna be honest there were a couple of songs that were pretty good the very last one was amazing on the tv broadcast it was um lady gaga celine dion uh botticelli andrew in you know andre botticelli the opera Mm -hmm. singer and um john legend 
mostly it was the two women and Botticelli. Oh my gosh, so good. So good, just crazy good. But I wasn't really fond of the TV portion. It was sort of, eh. No, the YouTube was good. The YouTube was really good. But I was like, okay, this is all like current hit music. It's all in our playlist. And it was all in our play. Well, not all of it. A lot of it. And they had international. And they, yes, they had global artists. didn't recognize. Yeah, the German, the Brazilian. Um, I actually pulled up the South African mm-hmm. coffee beans, black coffee. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> I'd have to go. Black I should coffee. look. Black coffee. Really good. Put them on our playlist. Mm-hmm. So it was, it was kind of cool. We found some new music, but Sophie Tucker. Had a couple songs. In who's it. our favorite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really like them. Good music. You can really see who's <clears throat> got real talent when they have to sing just in their in their bedroom in some cases. Mm-hmm. The one gentleman did it from his bedroom, hadn't even made the bed. and There's actually a Twitter account that is raiding people's homes that are like, you know, that are doing like either these artists or newscasters. <laughs> it's kind of funny. I'll put the link in the show notes because I found it today. But I was like, okay, that's hysterical. It is fun to hear animals in the background. And, oh, my gosh. And Kesha said she had a cat, but it sounded like it was a... Mountain lion. Yeah, mountain lion. Like, that sounds awful. <laughs> yeah, I was like, is that a parrot? I was yeah. like, what is that noise? No, it's a cat. Screeching. Scree- so. Yeah, well, yeah, it was a weird sound. So, but that was a great concert. It, was it really a, was. Concert's kind of a weird thing. Well, and it raised... What was it earlier today? One hundred and twenty-eight million. Yeah, something like that. Crazy money. I mean, and it wasn't even really like a telethon. It no. wasn't. That was not the purpose. So, but it was pretty well done. Yeah, and it did cover. It had Sophie Tucker, right. the Rolling Stones, Cheryl Crow. There were Chinese artists. It was Coffee House. I wrote it down. Now that I look, Coffee the United Arab, Arab Emirates. Mm-hmm. German, Ireland. Brazilian, mm-hmm. Ireland. Yeah, it was pretty good. So uh, Colombian. Colombian. Was, mm-hmm. Music from all over. Yeah, so it was it was really good. We had that on. I put my hooked my phone up to the speaker and we just let it go. Yeah, let it go and played it most of the afternoon. It was literally mm-hmm. eight hours. So it was very pretty, good. Mm-hmm. Recommend it. Yep. And um, the other thing that I had on our list to talk about is, you know, everybody's been binge watching stuff lately, and I can't get you to watch the Tiger King. No, I just can't get you. I just can't get you to watch it. I may have to watch it on my own just because Feel free. it's a train wreck. I'm not into train wrecks. I know you're not. I know you're not. But um, we have watched a couple of shows. We have. I know one way we watched The Witcher, mm-hmm. which was great. Some of our friends, sexy friends, talks us into watching that. So the thing about The Witcher, though, like the very first episode, we had to turn the subtitles on. We did. Now, mind you, I work with people who live in and in Europe. And, mm-hmm. I mean, Ireland, I, I, you know, like I am used to listening to accents that are not American. And oh my gosh, I'm like, I have got to turn the subtitles on. I am trying way too hard to understand what they're talking about. It helped. It did help. Mm-hmm. It did help. Really interesting. And, and I mean, the whole sub, I mean, there's just like I don't know how many books this is based on. It's crazy what the what the background is of all of these characters and their backstories, and you get a little bit of it, but it's, yeah, it was really good, worth a watch. Mm-hmm. We had a little difficult time following the first couple of episodes, and we were told to at least hold on to episode five. Five with the orgy was pretty cool. Yes, it was. Actually, there were several sexy kind yeah. of things throughout, but it's a good, good follow. Yeah. Liked it. Mm-hmm. And... The other one we watched 
was The Morning Show. Yeah, I that was a surprise. With Jennifer Aniston, Reese Witherspoon, and Steve Carell mm-hmm. are the main, mm-hmm. the main, main actors. Yeah, and it's on Apple TV. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. It was not what I expected. I, I really, you know, it's the morning show. You figure it's going to be this light, whatever. It was so good. And I actually got Gracie to watch it. Mm-hmm. So she's she binge watched it. Did she? Oh, yeah. Like, she's like, so she was watching it. And she's like, okay, I'll watch it when I work out because that'll be my my treat to myself as I'll watch this. And she goes, I think she watched it in two days. Like, mm-hmm. She watched an episode, she worked out, and then she's like, okay, but then I watched the next one. And then before she went to bed, she had to watch one, and then she had to know what happened, right? And it was just this whole, I'm like, just suck it up, crawl into bed, there's nothing else to do, just watch it. Um, so she ended up watching the whole thing. But it was really good. Really recommend that show. Yeah, very good. All right, anything else we want to talk about in this segment? Why don't we move on to the letter from Jamie? Yeah, I get to write this one again. 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 This was my this was my uh, topic idea. So when it's our topic idea, we have to write the letter. That's how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. So now you all know this the secret, the peek behind the curtain. So all right, let's move on to the letter. Let's do. Dear Jamie, I was thinking today about the guys you've dated. Most of them fit a type, don't they? Tall, dark-haired, musicians. Uh, Okay, really band geeks, but physically they were all really similar. I've already told you that you end up with someone you've met but isn't the one you're with now, and he is not the type you're used to, and exactly what you need over the next couple of decades. In an interesting turn of events, you'll have an opportunity to date other people, And the wonderful thing is, you get to date for fun, not looking for a long-term relationship. I know, that makes no sense now, but trust me, you'll be able to appreciate all the differences in men, and it will be a blast. For now, take a deep breath and buckle up. You are in for the time of your life. So, you know, this topic of having a type is something that you and I have talked about a couple of times and, lots of times, actually. Yeah. Okay, lots of times. And, you know, it's hard because you don't want to offend people. You know, we kind of talked about, does it sound shallow? And we're so much more than just the physical nature of our friends, of our play friends, mm-hmm. our friends with benefits. We're our very tribe. social. We're very social. But I think... We've had, it's just been very interesting and it's actually been pointed out to me uh, by some of our friends. And so we decided to go ahead and take a stab at this. If you don't like it, sorry, um, it is what it is. But I think it's really interesting because, you know, I had one type before I met you. Mm-hmm. And then. Broke the mold once you met me, right? Yes, actually. <laughs> and then. I think you slammed it against the wall is what you're. <laughs> Crumbled into a million pieces. You and I are lifelong partners. Mm -hmm. And so it's not been that long ago that we started in the lifestyle. And it's like, okay, this is interesting um, because my tastes have changed. Mm -hmm. 
They're not what they were before. We have decided they are the anti-you. They are the anti-me. And so it's just really interesting. We've known it's the anti-me for a while, though. Well, we knew Be- that. Because we used to do the the Ross's laminated card, your five freebies. Oh, okay. We've been doing that for <clears throat> several years, you yep. know, from friends. <clears throat> and, you know, pick your top five. And you've had a list. I've had a list. They've evolved over time. But even then, I'm like, ah, oh, you got a type. That was just one type then. And then it's evolved. You have multiple types now. See, and, and that's the other thing. You're way more in tune to this than I am, which is interesting that it's my topic. I have noticed your types way before you noticed your types. Oh, yeah. Well, you're just more observant that way. I'm I'm a little clueless. Like we were talking about, I'm a little afraid of where this is going to go because, you know, we were talking about it early, you know, earlier as we were talking about preparing for the podcast and you're like, so what's my type? And I'm like, um... And I, I and we'll get there, but I, I just was, um, yeah, I just am not that, I don't tend to do the box thing. So it's really interesting that this is my um, topic for the podcast, mm-hmm. but I think we are, it, it's just interesting because other people see it in me particularly more than I do, which is, I, yeah. that that's actually why to me it's interesting. Well, I'm, I'm the one after, you know, you named people you were attracted to, whether it was your list, they were usually... Famous people and then people we know. Oh, well, wait, wait, stop. Before we got in the lifestyle, there was never anybody I actually personally knew on my list. Oh, no, no, correct. Correct. Okay. Sorry, like, I didn't mean to go there. This is, this is. Famous. Now it's just weird. Famous people. I mean, people. now but, it's but, like, but I, okay, like I have a shot at like people who are on my list. It's like, this is kind of cool. I'm sorry. I left you speechless. You did. <laughs> It's <laughs> like, well, shit! I didn't think anybody you knew was on your no, list. No, I know, I know. That's not where I was going. No, I'm the one who observed. Hey, all these people on your list are exactly the opposite of me. I don't. Okay, so the anti-me. Okay, I don't remember you pointing that out to me before our southern friend pointed it out i don't remember i don't remember you saying that to me oh i have you may have thought it i don't remember you saying it it because hey i'm okay with it but i just find it really interesting that the people you're attracted to are not me yeah Uh, so so physically but we're really we're what we're talking about is sort of those physical physical attraction that sort of that natural physical attraction and it's true in in this fun playtime that we've been having, they're not you. They're not me. There's been a couple of people who I have a lot of fun with, and actually one that we play with will be subject of our sexy story. Yeah, for the most part, they're not you. It's interesting. So so when I was young, you know, I mean, like I've really had two periods of time in my life where I could like have a type. It's kind of weird to have two. Um but, you know, so when I was young, I went for nearly across the board, I dated men, boys, with dark hair, brown, black hair. Mm-hmm. Like, mostly tall, mostly dark hair. I joke that um, I dated the same, like, four guys all through high school. I just rotata- rotated them around. Like, I nearly would date them in the same order. It was just 
interesting until I dated somebody who I dated for four years, um, who I ended up, I was engaged to. We've, I think we've talked about that story a little bit anyway. Tall, skinny, brunette, right? And I'm. we were cleaning out, you know, it's, we've been in lockdown. So we've done a lot of cleaning and purging. I'm so glad you found the picture. I still haven't seen it. You know, once you and I were in this sort of flirtatious, you were safe, I was safe because you were always dating other girls you were in college. Always with the same guy. And I was always with somebody else. And so it was just sort of this safe flirting thing that we did. We have a picture from kind of the first time we had a moment. Oh, you know? we had, that was a moment. That's mm-hmm. that's a moment that was indelible. So it was Halloween. <laughs> Surprisingly, I dressed up for Halloween. Shocker. Shocker. Um, that's why I love to dress up now. But the person who got us outfits actually lived local to the college. And so she, she'd grown up there. And so I had this little elf costume. So we all went as elves, Santa's elves. Why we went to Santa's elves for Christmas or for Halloween? I have no idea. But it was fun. I knew that I was going to stop in your room because it was Halloween and you were studying. And I'm going to, you know, I'm going to stop. We had been flirting back and forth. So I remember going out, like I deliberately kind of went in your room to be um, as provocative as I could be at 20. Worked for me. It worked for you. But I can remember it had like a hook and eye in the top of the, what do I want to call it, the front of the dress. And it literally popped open. Now I did have a bra on because I was 20 and modest and I don't know, a little bit of a nerd. And so the whole thing sort of popped open and I was super embarrassed and you were great and had actually the very appropriate reaction. You were uh, appropriately um, complimentary and uh, a little, um, you obfuscated how you felt. It was kind of funny. Um, I got flashed. I was good. You got flashed. Uh, so, but we were cleaning out and I was thinking, you know, even back then I can remember we would, the, before you could, you know, text, um, we would literally like we'd study together, four or five of us in a room and, you know, we'd toss notes back and forth. And to this day, that's, a, that's my biggest regret that I didn't keep those. But I can remember telling you what your type was who you needed to date. Yeah. And you described you need a person who's like this, that looks like this, that looks like this. And I remember writing a note back going, that's you. <laughs> that's you. Eek. <laughs> and interestingly enough. I was dating somebody else at the time. That's mm-hmm. not good. But you were right on my type. Yeah. And I think I'm still kind of right on your type because ultimately mm-hmm. it's those same things that I you see that you find attractive in in women, but you were not a discriminate. You didn't have discriminate taste when you dated in college. You you dated a lot of people. Slutty? What are you saying here? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's you were. not true. Discrim- I dated a variety of people. Yes, a lot. You were a serial dater. Yeah, sounds way worse than it is. Or Maybe better. <laughs> All right. Yep. I dated a lot of different types of people, and I didn't really know what a type I had till later. I mean, I was always attracted to you. And what I ended up narrowing down is we're a lot like you. Usually the hair, shoulder length, you know, just from a physical perspective. Um, somewhat I dimin- had short hair at the time. Yeah, somewhat diminutive. That was a theme. You liked short girls. Short girls. Sassy. 
was always a requirement. It's not a physical requirement, but all of them were sassy, including you. That was my type. It landed. It worked well for me because it narrowed it down to you. That's true. So this is the part where I always play the professor and I pull up some research. And this was really a hard topic to research. There was a lot of research out there about physical attraction and attractiveness. Different types of attractiveness. But it wasn't exactly what I was looking for because when I was 20 and I was dating, I really was looking for somebody who I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. And so what you're looking for, so there's a lot of like attraction and relationships and it's more like partnerships and it's all this long term, you know, everybody wants something that's going to last a long time, which we have and I'm very grateful for. But there wasn't a whole lot of research out there on just dating, not dating for a purpose, because, you know, while there's some studies around consensual non-monogamy, this isn't one of the, the topics that I could find research on. I I really struggled and, and I know you looked for some things as well. Mm-hmm. Most of the things I came across were the different types of attractions, everything from sexual to romantic to physical to emotional, and then the aesthetic, which tends to be the something you find, someone you find pleasing, even though you may or may not have interest, but just you find them pleasing. So what's the difference between like the sexual and the physical? Well, the sexual is the one people think of first. It's the kind of the connection chemistry to a degree yes the physical is actually it's the physical connection of you like to hug people you know it's it's the a little bit of the touch the physical connection um the emotional is what you think it would be a little deeper and the romantic is the more the long-term kind of Mm -hmm. perspective but the aesthetic is what what you find pleasing that's the one that when i think of attraction that's what it may, may not be i mean there's the sexual component but I think of the, what do I find, what pleases me to look Mm -hmm. at. Well, and it's a little bit of that. I think there's the initial attraction and that's kind of what you can, Mm -hmm. what you find, right? Do the research shows, right? You have, these are the people who you were initially attracted to. And then all of the other things, and that's generally physical. Mm -hmm. And it's generally about similarities. It's what I'm, what I found in the research, right? So like, we like people who are more like ourselves, Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily in completely, you know, I, I still believe there's that whole opposites attract piece, but there's a lot of s- things that are similar in, in okay, all I can think of as the psycholo- psychological words like the cohort. There's a lot of similar things that influence how you end up seeing somebody. But we started talking about the, like, what's my type? So I talked about what my type was when I was in in college before mm-hmm. you and I met and dated, or actually maybe before you and I dated is probably a better way because we knew each other before we dated. And it's not you. Mm-hmm. They were not you. They weren't you. Phys- like you're, You were a completely different physical type than who I ever dated. I don't think I might have dated one blue-eyed blonde ever because I, I was attracted to the dark, you know, dark haired kind of olive skin complexion. I remember trying to put you in olive green one time. Like Did oh, not work. Did not work. But I was used to buying olive green anyway. So so now in this second stage of getting to have the 
What's my type? Your first dates again. Yeah. It's kind of, that's actually the, the fun part, right? Of this whole thing that we do is it's, it's uh 50 first dates without being 50, without being one person. Mm-hmm. But my type is very different than it was before. Yes, it is. And it's very different from you. It is nearly the anti-you. There's, mm-hmm. there's only, I mean, there's only a couple of people who I would even remotely put in that same physical characteristic of you. And really only, there's, there's one person who you couldn't quite be brothers, but you're awfully similar. Mm-hmm. It's a disservice to him because he's too much like me. <laughs> he is a little too much like you. I love him. Like, I love him. I, he's funny. He's, you know, he's sexy. He's all of those things, but it's just not the same. I don't, I don't know how to say that. That sounds really horrible. And I know they listen, so it's a little uncomfortable for me right now. But he is a flirt, and I love that. Like, that's the, my favorite part of, of him. And that's, but yes, the anti-you. I've been surprised that you've had more than one type. I have, a, in, I, I have a lot of. And they're kind of, they accumulate of somebody is interesting, and then the next person will be interesting and I'll be like, hmm, there's a lot of similarities between that one and that one. And then, yeah, I have, I go for for uh, men who aren't nearly as tall as you. I, I, I you mean, do. That's I, I like the six foot or just shy of. I don't know why. I, I don't know why. But if I, if I look at it, that's kind of where I tend to fall in in the range, right? I, I'm not a big facial hair kind of person. That's not generally something I have been really attracted to. But I will tell you that I find sort of that scruffy five o'clock shadow really- Or groomed. Yes. So I find the five o'clock shadow really hot. I don't particularly like kissing somebody with a five o'clock shadow. I'm not into like beard burn and, and I'm not used to it, I suspect. Now that sort of groomed, really trim- Where you can still see the facial features. Beard where, where yeah, you can tell that there's a jawline and- I'm not Duck Dynasty, but I like a very well-groomed beard that that works for me. It's interesting. But then you turn around. I can turn around so I can say that. And then I can turn around and go, and I evidently have a thing for bald guys. Mm-hmm. I have never did before. no idea where that came from. But there I are- I had to point that out. Three or four guys in a row, you're like, oh, he's hot. He's hot. I'm like, hmm, what's similar with those guys? Yeah. I mean, oh. but again, I don't. That's not how I judge or how I think. I don't no. put people into categories. I don't, you know, there's this whole thing about fetishing, fetishizing um, body types. So like, you know, like I only want to date curvy women or I only want to date, you know, women with a big butt. And if all you're thinking about is that particular characteristic, it's a fetish as opposed to just something you're attracted to. But the clean shaven you know, actually, I'm trying to think. I think most all of them have been completely clean shaven. Been a couple with like a goatee. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I kind of like that very clean, which is uh, that has always been my preference generally has been like very clean shaven. I prefer like when you shave right before every play and your skin, your cheeks are really, really soft. Oof. Like I love that. But I also like, you know, you have chest hair. And I won't let you actually wax because I like having a little bit of chest hair. I'm sorry if that hurts your chances in the brave world that we are playing in, but you live with me. So, so I, you know, I like well-groomed, 
um, a well-groomed man with chest hair. I mean, quite frankly, it's testosterone. So there is a primal reason why I'm attracted to that because there's testosterone there. So yeah, so it's really interesting how that's changed. You know, I dated and before you it was tall, brown haired guys. And now I'm sort of like, hmm, I'm, I, I have more varied taste. You do. Very varied taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's and there's even other types in the, the salt and pepper hair. The, mm -hmm. So the surprise, right? Is. The new, my new person on my card after watching. So we True. started, we were watching the morning show, which we talked about in the, the first segment. And Steve Carell is actually lots more salt than pepper. And I did not like, I mean, well, I liked Steve Carell fine, but I was never that particularly attracted to him when he was younger. And now I'm like, oh, like I was sitting watching the show going. And unfortunately, his character is not somebody who it would be appropriate for me to go, wow, he's really, you know, he's really something. But I really was like, I might have to put him on my card, right? Because that's pretty cool. You see me going into that show. I'm like, I know how this is going to end for you. You're going to go, oh, hey, because I know you better than you know you. Well, yes, that's true. I do. That's true. And, you know, you, you're you interesting because you're, your type, like I said, you had kind of an eclectic, that's a very nice way of saying it, mm -hmm. um, mix before we met. I mean, you didn't have- Sampling sampling besides dating girls that names were Lori or laura or laurel or lauren um you had a thing for those kind of names you didn't you didn't have i mean you said sassy and what but physically you they were uh, they were of course you're fairly tall so everybody was shorter than you but but for the most part you didn't take date really tall women they used to be taller the one who is you know the anti-you was the almost six foot tall victoria's secret model I forgot about her. You did. <laughs> I just had to say it. Yeah. But because that's feel the better last, about yourself. Well, no, that's feel better about yourself because the last person I dated was that person. That's true. And I moved on to something better. There you go. There you go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But now, you know, it's interesting because, again, I, you know, I was thinking about it because you made me. And you describe your type. And, and I think it's really true. You're not generally drawn to the stunning beauties. Not initially. You are drawn to... Traditional beauties, let's say that. You're drawn to tradition... Well, mm, what? okay, what do you mean I'm by that? I'm not drawn to a stereotypical beauty, has that. Yeah, I mean, you can... But you can look at a woman and go, wow, she's really beautiful, uh, yeah, right? Yeah, do every day, not out loud always. But you, if you can... And, and, and there's there's an interesting study, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but the more you see a woman... And the more sides of their physical beauty you see, that makes them more interesting and more attractive to you. Absolutely. If you if a woman only looked one way, like if you only saw her one way, she would actually be less appealing to you. That's absolutely true. And I don't know how to explain that. Yeah. I've actually am most intrigued when I find someone who's, hmm, I'll say a shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. There are a handful of women that I just find fascinating that look a little different every time you see them. Mm -hmm. Whether it's hair a different way, different smile, different stress level on their face that keeps the muscles different. I'm just fascinated by that. 
It's just they're different every day. Uh-huh. I've only seen a few women like that. But I'm actually most attracted to uniquenesses, quirky things, scars, smirks, different postures. You know, just things I didn't think about, just that's unique, different people, you know. <laughs> but once I get to know people and the more sides I see of them, that's what intrigues me. Find them sexier than Mm-hmm. But yes, you are you are definitely attracted to women who who do show you a different look um the more times you see them. That's that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. That's I'm, absolutely true. I'm always attracted to eyes and smile first. Yeah. Always. That's what a bummer part about this whole social distancing and wearing masks. I don't get to see smiles. It's killing mm-hmm. me. That that drives me. Yeah, and you actually a not perfect smile is actually that's something you dig, mm-hmm. and you I know, remember them. Those the especially the women who have the canines that are a little more protuberant, like their the canine teeth are a little mm-hmm. bigger. They're kind of out a little bit more. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's a really unique An imperfection is mm-hmm. unique for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm really and you really to that. yeah you really do dig that. But eyes are a big thing for you. Mm-hmm. Been several people been drawn in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they suck you in with their eyes. They do. For sure. But you know what's interesting is that there have been very few people, I shouldn't say that, there are there have been only a handful of people from the first time I've met them, I have had that sort of chemistry and that sort of initial attraction where I'm like, okay, they are really physically attractive. I feel this sort of connection and chemistry. And then it just gets keeps getting better because they almost always are very intellectual, have a lot to say, and almost always make me laugh. Those mm-hmm. are, you know, that, that just then sort of solidifies that chemistry for me. There's just been a couple of people who've been like that. And I'm always surprised by that because I tend to be the person who the more I get to know somebody, the sexier and more attractive they are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, because of because of all the other things that aren't just about the physical nature of people. But I am I am a big one band just make me laugh. That's 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 a big one for me. But you know there was a study, so we'll we'll talk about at least one because I have to find at least one thing to talk about that's uh, more of a study. So there was a study, and it goes back to the early 90s, actually. There was a study that they, that they was just talking about the exposure effect. And what they did is they had a group of college girls, and they went to a class. And some, some of them went to a class five times. Some of them went to a class 10 times. Some of them went to a class 15 times. And some of them never went to the class. And so... You know, after they go through this period of time, they show pictures of the men, some guys in the class, and none of them, it didn't really lead to a lot of recognition, right? They didn't go, oh, I know him or I recognize him. This is a big university. But what it was interesting is that the more times that somebody had just been exposed to the face, the more attractive they identified somebody. So if you looked at this this cohort of men the people, the girls who had seen them 15 times rated them higher on an attraction level than the ones who had never seen them. Um, and it was this, it was completely linear. So the, the, the more, the five people had gone to five classes, found them, say, at a two. The people who had gone to 10 classes saw them as a four. And the people who had gone to class with them 15 times 
put them as a six. And so it was this complete proof of, and they, they didn't necessarily interact with these people, they didn't recognize them more, but just being in the same proximity and seeing people over and over again actually increased their attractiveness, which I think is a little bit about how I am generally, with the exception of those couple people that I just sort of had that instant bang with. Take me to bed or lose me forever kind of thing. I don't know. They didn't all take me to bed. Just took off. Oh, yeah. I just we lost complete track of them. Yeah. Okay. So I do want to go back, though, because, you know, when you were talking about what what you were attracted to, the, that your type, you mentioned something about postures. I Help me understand that because that's what that weird look on my face was for. Well, it's... Part of the uniqueness of somebody. Okay. And I mean, I mentioned scars. Any exotic feature I'm drawn to, whether it's a jawline, an eye structure, a freckled ass, you know, just something a little different. Um, but postures, people carry themselves different ways with a different level of confidence that's interesting to me. And I think even back to the features, we were talking about the shapeshifter kind of mentality. Different things people can do, whether it's pulling their hair back or a stress level, it changes the shape of a face. And for me to see that different each time, I mean, I, I can think of a couple of people that I'm attracted to that look different every time. And, and posture is sometimes one of those. It's just a uniqueness. It, it, it entertains me, if nothing else, but I'm, I'm attracted to that. That makes sense. You are a complicated man. <laughs> you think? I don't. I, I do. So so I, I do I, believe... I, I, I like quirky sexy. You do like quirky sexy. And that's not a... Quirky nerdy sexy is even better for you. It is. It is. Not to say those people aren't incredibly hot, because they are. Mm -hmm. But those are the things that attract. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? It does. Even different features, like different things, can make you your face look softer or harder or more carefree or professional. You know, kind of that... Now, some people look the same most every day, but I'm, I'm interested in those that aren't just intriguing. That's why the repetitive part of this, mm -hmm. a one time, I mean, there's actually one person who would fit a classical beauty in most people's eyes that I wasn't attracted to when I first met her, that I've talked to her many, many times, really attracted to her, mm -hmm. just the whole package. There's a lot of depth there too, which is important to me, but. It's when she is the most laid back, and I would say, in, in a female perspective, so the my the women listeners will understand, the least put together, mm -hmm. the less put together she is. No makeup. The more attractive you find her. It's very natural. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Most don't, or most don't, most women feel they have to put together. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I like both. Different variety. Mm-hmm. Throw your hair up and put a little stick in it. You're happy. I was. <laughs> you noticed that, huh? Oh, no, not at all. And that was not me, just for the record. <laughs> I, I think physical type is an interesting concept. I think in the lifestyle, it's not something we necessarily like to talk about. Because I think people can assume you're being shallow, can be... Right, because it's but but let's face it, 
I'm not looking to take somebody home and spend the rest of my life with them. I'm looking to like laugh and have a good time and play and, you know, orgasm. And that's what I'm looking for. You have a type. It's, oh. a, it's a typo. It's an O. Yeah. Is it you o? like the you I like, like the, the O's. O's the type like the O's, O's. Um, orgasm yeah yeah but you are a typo <laughs> I think people don't like to talk about it and and it is much more than just the physical part but let's be honest we say it in at work we tell our kids you know you only get one chance to make a first impression and there there is an initial physical connection yes but that's that's why we like going on naked vacations where we're gone for a week because it's it's many first impressions it's it's evolving right well and for you especially because you get to see i do you know different every day the hot tub at 4 30 look you see the dinner sometimes the hot tub at 4 30 a.m look i was going through the day give me a (laughs) give me a break you know a lot of people talk about you know dressing to impress and you know the nice thing about pearl is you know for three quarters of the time you're spending with people they're naked so you have to get to know them. Um, and certainly from a, a woman's perspective, we're not out there in our full makeup at noon in the, in the beach, you know, in the, on the beach or, you know, in the pool. You have to look at people differently. But there is still a physical part of type. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm less likely to approach someone who's Got a Duck Dynasty beard, because um, that's just not something that I find. I, it's more of a turn off. It's not even, I won't find it a try. It's kind of a turn off for me, just personally. I have nothing against them. I I have some in my family, let's be honest. <laughs> um, and they're amazing human beings. And Bush is not somebody who I would want to be my play partner. And again, that sounds very shallow. It's so much more than that. But there is a first, I will get to know people to get to know them as people um, but I won't get to know them as a potential play partner if I'm not if I don't have some level of initial attraction I would agree with that I mean mm-hmm. right or wrong it's just it is what it is so that transitions us a little bit to our sexy story it does hopefully. Um, <laughs> because our very so we're gonna talk about the very first time we played and he was more like you than anyone else that I physically than anyone else that we've ever played with and and I poor guy I find it interesting that that's how our first play experience went. It doesn't surprise me much, actually, for the first one. But anyway. And and she was the one who locked eyes Mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Beautiful eyes. Yes, she does have beautiful eyes. All right. Is there anything else we want to talk about in this segment? I don't think so. Okay. On that note, let's move to the sexy story. Let's do. All right. It's sexy story time. Yay. Yay. I like that time. I love sexy story time. It's a great time. So it's, it's a way for us to actually, you know, live vicariously through our own memories these That's days. True. That's all we've got are our memories. <laughs> That's all we've got these days. <laughs> oh. This one goes back to the very first time, well, very first time we played, but mm-hmm. our second time to the Pearl, mm-hmm. one of our favorite places. Mm-hmm. So we'd met a couple the first time we were there, mm-hmm. very first day. So not the first people we met, but first day we met them, 
Oh, I'm sure we did. I don't, so I don't actually remember the first time we met them, but knowing this couple, I'm sure we absolutely met them on the first day. We did. I'm sure. We did. There's no question. Because we spent a whole week getting to know them, Mm -hmm. which was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And then we were lucky enough to coordinate the second trip with them. So let's be honest. We went the first time. We said, oh, you know, we vacation at all these different places. Not sure when we'll be back. And I remember him saying, mark my words, you're going to get home and you're going to be planning your next trip. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And so we got back and I think we had gone, we had gone out to dinner at one of the really nice restaurants downtown. And it was maybe a month after we got home and we were sitting at the restaurant we were talking and I'm like, I want to go back. So I literally Mm -hmm. am like messaging going, so when do you guys go back? So let's be honest. We, we, we planned that one a little bit. So coordinating is a, is a strong, really a strong word. We did coordinate that visit back. We did get to see them again. Mm -hmm. Could spend most of the week with them. Mm -hmm. Got to know them even better. Mm -hmm. One night in particular, we, well, shoot, we spent almost the whole day with them. Mm Mm-hmm. And chatted, and we're in the hot tub at night, talking, flirting, just having a great time laughing. Mm-hmm. And it continued on till it almost closed, close to three. Yeah, probably. In the hot tub, we've been talking. We were talking about play and that we hadn't played. And we just sort of start talking, and she starts just laying out the rules. I think we need to go play, and here are the rules. And... uh I was a little, um, not taken aback, but that was our first time. And I thought, oh, okay. Like, I mean, I I was, I wanted to, it was not that I was feeling pressured, but it just, it took us so long to get to that starting point. I don't think it was quite three, but we know, I was like, okay, it's late. So yeah, so she set the rules and then we decided we would meet back up at their room and we went back and showered real quick, cleaned up, and mm-hmm. it was 3.30 when we got there. It was late. It was late. Crazy late to get started. It started with the two women on the bed. Yeah, so that was really interesting because, you know, um, certainly, I mean, I, I still sometimes don't understand my own fluidity, sexual oh. fluidity, and I, it was not something that was even remotely on my radar except that she was the first girl I kissed mm-hmm. you know it, it just was I didn't know what to do with that I mean I not not I wasn't um I wasn't necessarily feeling it you know from a from a, a bi perspective I thought okay this you know I I like her I trust her and so my in my head we can start this out and we can put on a show. That was really what was going through my head because you and he were at the near the foot of the bed, kind of at the side foot of the bed, and she and I were up on our knees, and I thought, ah, oh, heck, you know, this is two girls. It's like every guy's dream. So we're just going to... So we start kissing, and, you know, I start kissing her, and we were touching each other. And in my head, really, it wasn't... It wasn't about my own response um, at that point, it was very much um, putting on a show. Putting on a show. That was and you how, did. And I, yeah, we did. It was a good enough show that the other gentleman said, "I can't handle watching this anymore. I got to go take a walk." <laughs> and I'm like, "Really? 
I convinced him to stay, which was probably a good thing. <laughs> you could join well, in. Well, I, I think he wanted to like just leave us, like just let she and I play. Yeah, um, that would have been okay too. No, yes, it it would have. It was not what I wanted at the time. Like it no. wasn't. It was so. I really had no idea what to expect. Right. So when she had laid down the rules, you know, it was no penetration was really kind of the the key. So this was a this was a soft. We were going in knowing this was going to be a too. soft play. I mean, that was mm-hmm. that was the biggest rule I remember. I mean, we talked about a lot of other things, but they weren't things that were that struck me as a rule in hindsight. So remember, so we were putting on the show and I just thought, okay, this is, yeah, this is, this is pretty hot. This is, and, and I was enjoying, I was enjoying it likely for more than the reason of just putting on a show. But again, I had no, that was just never something that entered my paradigm. No, I think you enjoyed it the more it went on. And I think you got you know, you, you shift on the hour, and during that hour, you were much more into it. Well, and, and I think the other interesting thing to, to kind of pull back to what we were talking about earlier, he is one of just a couple of people who we've played with who've been your type. I mean, not necessarily personality-wise, you, you actually... Been like me, not necessarily my type. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Your type, but like me. Yes, there we go. I guess we should be clear, but but not the anti-you, which is where I Correct. was going. The you type, mm-hmm. maybe the you type, not the your type. But anyway, so in and that's in looking back. I don't think that was. It's not a surprise to me, right? This was going oh, no. in. It was our our first time playing we had never really done anything like that i mean this time Mm-mm. we weren't doing anything at home we were uh, we, we sort of joked that we kind of were vacation swingers there for a little while we weren't doing anything at home along in the lifestyle mm-hmm. at that time so it was sort of vacation only and so it doesn't surprise me that the first man that we played with physically was built like you makes sense mm-hmm but it was still, still a lot of fun. Oh yeah! Because we got to join in after. Yes. After the show. After the show, y'all joined in. So, yeah. What started with her when she kind of pushed you on your back, mm-hmm. and she was kissing you, mm-hmm. and ended up going down on you. Yep. And I was starting to play with her from behind, mm-hmm. and you know he was kind of coming your way on the side too. So it ended up being the four of us, but. You were down, and she was going down on you, and you started sucking him, mm-hmm. and you had me in your other hand, and it was a really hot moment. Mm-hmm. It was just, it was intense for one, but it was it was just fun to watch. We'd never done that, so I got to see you in a different kind of kind of light, and mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, and through all of us, I think we kind of systematically. <laughs> end up rotating all around in those different mm-hmm. combinations. Mm-hmm. And during that, I, well, I know you, you came three times in pretty quick succession, I think with one with each of us just kind of rotating, and you needed a break. Mm-hmm. You, you, you were done for a minute, but mm-hmm. needed to regroup because it was pretty overwhelming. It was, um, yeah. It, that, that's probably the word, mm-hmm. they're just overwhelming. Mm-hmm. You were in a little haze, which mm-hmm. was kind of fun. Yeah, I like being mm-hmm. there. 
and she and I made out a bit, and mm-hmm. she went down on me, and it was and that was really hot too. Mm-hmm. And you know, you switched with him, and but we ended up migrating and almost, I'll say, picking our own partners and going and just going parallel because they they were watching us a little bit, and then they went at it hot and heavy, and we mm-hmm. even paused just to watch. And you know, we joined in, so we were both we were both going parallel. And we were, we could just we were more in the moment than really enjoying each other. We were just kind of watching, mm-hmm. and they went at it so hot and heavy. I, I think they passed out. Their legs were up on the wall, mm-hmm. and, and we're like, so how do we? Let's just go back to our room. Well, you forgot the best part. We Which brought part? a toy with us. Oh, true. <laughs> let's let's back up the boat here because. We brought the Hitachi with us when we went. She had never used a Hitachi. And I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd been having, we'd had that conversation at some point uh, over mm-hmm. time that she had never tried the Hitachi. So you used the Hitachi on her. Mm-hmm. It worked really well. It worked really, really well, which is then when they sort of went at it. And then, yeah, I think they did sort of pass out. But I remember I had gotten off the bed because, I mean, by this time, it's like five. It's five in the morning. And I'm like, I was tired. I'm like a shark. If I stop swimming, I'm going to die. So when I stop moving, I'm like, I'm done. You're I'm going to go. I'm going to lay down. I'm going to go to bed. I'm Pass done. Out. Yep. And, uh, and that's, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's nothing personal. It's just how I am. And so, okay, so this is the first time we've ever played with another couple. I don't know how to leave. Like, how do we <laughs> leave? This doesn't seem... I don't, I don't know how to do this. And so I remember I was standing, I was off the bed. I was standing next to the bed and I was kind of gathering stuff up and I'm like putting it in our toy bag and whatnot. Cause I was like, I'm done. Like I was done. It was great. It was wonderful. And I just looked at you and I'm like, we gotta go. And so I'm like, how are we going to do this? How are we going to do this? And so I actually, and it's interesting cause it came to, cause obviously we had never played, but I, I have, this is not the last time I said these words, but, you know, so we were kind of wrapping up. And so I leaned over and I kissed her and then I kissed him and I said, until next time. And we grabbed our bags and we went back to our room. And so I think we even showered separately. And I can remember standing in the shower going, okay, what just happened? What did we do? How do I feel about this? And I was sort of in my own head, but I remember like she said, I won't acknowledge it tomorrow. Like that's her thing. She's not a, she's not going to, we're not going to acknowledge that this ever happened with other people around. I, so I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm going to fall into bed. So it was like five thirty or six. And we had to get up because we were going on an excursion the next day. They were going with us. And so <laughs> we drag ourselves to breakfast. Like two hours later. I mean, I think we had to be uh, at the, you know, meeting up at like nine or something. And I think we left at five, five thirty. So by the time we got to bed, it was like six thirty or seven. I mean, we really were like on an hour sleep. Okay, this is just painful. And we were all so tired. And there was an, there's this one opportunity. We were out on a boat and we were all just, I mean, the four of us were like just, we, I think we both, we all napped, you know, mm-hmm. other people were doing other things. They were in the water. We're like, we're just going to hang out here and, and get a little siesta. And it, it, in some ways it helped because she said, I won't acknowledge this in the morning, you know, um, and not because it was just, they're very private. And so it, that kind of helped because then I didn't know, have 
I didn't have to deal with any awkwardness the next day. But it was a wonderful first exposure to to the lifestyle. Very much so. Right? It was a yeah nice foray, mm-hmm. foray into mm-hmm. it. And we've seen them since. And we've never had the opportunity to play no. again. Um, there will so be a next time. We're but... still we're still in the until next time mm-hmm. um, phase, and and it's just been a series of events that just have not you know not lent themselves to it, which is fine. Um, we've we, we count them amongst our friends. Um, we still talk to them. We still right. We just haven't had a chance to play with them again. Um, maybe that'll change on some future Someday. time. Yeah. It's interesting because, you know, I still I still have a real soft spot in my heart for parallel and soft play. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think there is it, it has a lot of the buildup because, you know, if you're not going to go full, then there's a lot more of the fun stuff as far as I'm concerned. Sex is great. I'm not, you know, I'm not certainly not complaining about it, but sometimes you just want the kissing and the touching and the uh, that's fun. And, and the other thing is that's, I, I also think that also predisposes me to enjoying play on one bed because we actually played, they had a big bed, they had a king size bed. Actually it wasn't a king, it was a queen, but it was just, we played on one bed. They mm-hmm. only had one bed in their room. Um, and so we just played on the one bed and that was, I like that. That was great. Cause then there's sort of a lot of four way hands and touching. And so I think, you know, they talk about you pattern your behaviors, you pattern things after early um, events in your life, right? And just from a swinging standpoint, I think that night imprinted a lot of things on us that we have taken forward in, in this journey, in this journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I I love, I, yeah, I love them to death. It was a lovely night. Mm -hmm. You know, after I got past the feelings of, I don't know what to do with this. I can look back on it and just really just be very, I don't even know what the word is. It's not fond, but I can look back on it and I don't have some of the same angst I had 20, 24 hours afterwards. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, I just didn't know what to do with it. Having the first, we just had to process through those feelings. You know, we did, we processed through a lot of those feelings after the first time. Very much so. Mm Mm-hmm. So wanted to thank two things, though, before we go. Um, I wanted to thank the folks who, um, it's been probably two months ago, we just, I keep forgetting to thank them on the podcast, um, left us reviews on iTunes, positive mm-hmm. reviews, after I kvetched about it on the one episode. So thank you very much. Appreciate that. We will be in uh, Pearl, hopefully at the beginning of June. We'll be at the phone party with Club Euphoria in August, and then hopefully back to Pearl in November. Fingers crossed, who knows what happens with this COVID stuff. And shout out to Double Date Nation. If you're interested in getting on their dating app, we are uh, an affiliate. You can click on the link through our website. Even if you don't, go out to Double Date Nation. They've got a really great website. But is that it? I think so. That's it. All right, let's go play. Let's play. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the New With Tags podcast. We love having you in our tribe. Follow us on Twitter at New With Tags pod. Or you can email us at newwithtagspodcast at gmail.com. You can also find sexy pictures of Jamie on Instagram as New With Tags podcast. 
Now, go out there and live your most authentic lives. Seize the day.